what is going on everybody? It's your boy Marshall live and I am live you guys. I'm under attack. I'm under attack, Gillen Gang. I'm under attack. I'm getting attacked over on YouTube. You should read some of the comments over there. They, oh my God, they're, they're legit so hateful. They're so fucking hateful. You've got to read some of these comments. They, they, just these people, these two guys going back and forth, back and forth. So under attack in my content. Uh, I had to fire some of my best friends uh, last week. Two of my very best friends. One of them who is now taking legal action and super angry and threatening to sue me and like all of this crazy stuff. And so the message of this video and the message of this episode that I want to share with you guys and I'm going to get into here in a second is, is really important and it's really hard hitting. And a lot of you may not like what I'm going to say in this episode of The Marshall Show, but it's got to be said. The same as I've, I've always shown up literally since 2016 when I started making these live videos almost daily daily the first three years, but almost daily now, is I promised you all one thing. I promised you one thing, that these videos would always be honest, completely true, completely transparent. And as a matter of fact, I told you guys I was always going to go live because you can't fake live video. I can't edit it together and make it sound good. So I'm just like, yo, like this is what time it is. And that's why I make these videos. And this video is going to be no different. And I know that a lot of people who watch my content, they may not be like me. They may not want to live as vulnerable as, uh, as me. They may not want to be as transparent. They may not want to keep it as real because keeping it real hurts a lot of people's feelings. When, when you are 100% honest all the time, and it's not about being like, oh, well, he'll just say fucking anything. Like I preach about it all of the time. The reason that I don't ever feel bad calling people out is because I'm always the first person to show up and call myself out. I have never, I've never told you guys that I'm the expert or the guru or I know everything. Quite conversely, I have told you guys for what is 2021, so for over five years now, I pretty much get on here every single day and I tell you guys, yo, I'm just a fucking dummy. I'm not good at really anything. I just have a lot of energy. I'm good at talking and I'm great at inspiring people to take action. Now, obviously I say that tongue in cheek because I'm fucking skilled at a lot of things because I've invested my time, money, and energy into becoming a highly skilled individual. Now, in this video, I want to share what it means to want to be great because most of us are hampered. Most of us are stuck. Most of us never get to the level of greatness that we truly envision and want to be in our head because of one thing and one thing only, because we let the judgments of other people dictate how we show up. We let the judgments of what somebody else might say against us stop us from taking action. We let, we let the what ifs, what if this happens Stop us from taking action. And I want to get into what I mean by you got to what I mean by this today because the reality of it is is that if you truly want to be great at something, and I don't care what it is, you want to be, if you want to be the greatest, if you want to be absolutely great at something, you have got to be willing to be hated. Now I'm gonna get into this and I want to tell you guys a story, but be warned. Be warned. This story literally might get me sued. Okay? This person I'm gonna share but with, the story I'm going through. Literally might get it sued. She sent me a bunch of tough text messages and emails telling me I better watch my mouth and, oh, Poppy, you're, you're so hurt and you're, you're just a reflection of all the anger and all the stuff you feel in your life. Yes and no. And I want to share this with you guys because it's not about burying anybody. And the reason I wanted to give this disclaimer as I got into this episode is that when you guys hear me up here talking and calling people out, I'm only calling people out because I call myself out. 
I'm only calling people out because I show up every day as the dude who's willing to do his job. I never make excuses. I never let fear stop me. It doesn't make me badass or, well, it does make me badass. It doesn't make me necessarily better than anybody because anybody can be the same way that I am. The only reason that I make these videos is because I show up every day and do the fucking work. I do my job every day and I understand that there's a lot of circumstances and there's a lot of things out there that we all have to deal with that can make it hard or nearly even impossible to change your life. But the reality of it is, is you can make as many excuses as you fucking want, but either you're getting the job done or you're not, period. Either you're getting it done or you're not getting it done. And we live in a society and a culture this day, like if you call anybody out or if you hurt somebody's feelings or if you just be honest, we're, everybody's offended. And so I want to share a little bit about this because I'm going through it and you guys may be going through something where this story and the information, the three things I'm going to share with you at the end of this video, how they can help you get through your next challenge, whether it's clients asking for refunds, whether it's firing your old friends, whether it's getting hate on social media for the videos you're making because I've been through it all. I've done all of this. See, one of our viewers, Anne, hey, Anne, thanks for hopping in. Anne-Marie says, I need, to get, I need to get over not wanting to upset people. Anne-Marie, same for me. And I've literally been doing this for almost six years now. I've been traveling the world, speaking on stage, transforming lives, saving lives. And Anne-Marie, I too need to get over not wanting to upset people because that's I've let it dictate my entire life. Now, if you guys saw what just recently happened with me, uh, what is today? It's uh, August of 2021. Uh, it wasn't that long ago, a couple of two weeks ago, actually, I went to um, Texas uh, with my girlfriend. You guys know that my girlfriend is a world-class personal trainer and she has uh, com uh, competitors that do bodybuilding. And so we flew to Dallas, Texas to go to one of her com uh, competitors' first-time shows knocked it out of the park. The competitor took two home two trophies out of the three things that she uh, competed in. It was an amazing experience overall with KJ, with my girlfriend, to be there. But Dallas fucking sucked. It sucked. Arlington sucked. It was the worst trip. But it actually ended up being one of the best trips because while I was on this trip, the last... Well, the last eight years of my entrepreneur journey, but really the last two years, 2021 and 2020, or 2020, 2021, it all kind of came together over the weekend of everything I've suffered through, everything I went through, shutting down and burning down my business in 2019, moving here to fucking Montana to a cabin in the middle of the woods and hiding out while I worked on my inner peace, while I worked on my mindset. Because in 2019, I was primed to have my first million dollar year. In 2020, I was about to have my first $100,000 month. But because of my mindset and my, my emotional IQ, although very high and very good, it limited me because the one thing I always do is I try to not upset people. I don't want to upset people because I know what it's like to be the person that's upset. I know what it's like to be the person who wants to change your life but doesn't know how to get started. I've been the person who wants to change your life, knows how to get started, and still doesn't do a fucking thing. I've been all of those people. So it's not like I'm sitting here going, oh, like, oh, like eating from my silver fucking spoon being like, I don't know why you guys aren't doing anything. And it's not... That's okay. That's okay if you want to live in fear. And I'm not judging you. I'm not judging you. I'm just telling you your talk and your actions have to be aligned. You can't say you're going to do all this shit and then continue to take the same broken fucking actions that have been getting you the same broken, unresourceful results. Like, it's so simple. But we live in such a society, especially here in Western culture today, where we've been so pussified. Like, where I can't tell you that I think wearing a mask is stupid because it, it's fucking stupid. It's dumb. It's a fake. It's fake. It's dumb. And that pisses a lot of people off. I understand that's going to piss off 99% of the people that might even watch this 
Because 99% of the people, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And one thing in your life is indicative of the other thing. Now, the story I want to share with you guys is on YouTube. I made a uh, posted a video uh, a couple days ago. Well, I post videos almost every day over on Marshall TV. So if you guys aren't following me, bam, go to YouTube and do that. Ooh, look, I've been working out in this hat. Can you tell? Can you tell? Can you tell? But every day I, I post these videos. And so on YouTube, uh, on Marshall TV the other day, I posted some videos about masculinity and, and leveling up and understanding your relationship. And there was a guy who commented on it. There was like a 20-minute video. Now, this is what I want to tell you guys about haters. And this is what I want to tell you about being the type of person that shows up every day and does their job and how you too can move through challenges and haters if you want to be great. Because if you want to be great, you've got to be willing to be hated. And I don't tell you that like, oh, Marshall, like, why does it have to be like that? I live in a world where like everything is sunshine and rainbows. And like, fuck that. We live in a world of duality. You can pretend like the dual duality part of it doesn't exist, but the reality of it is, is when good things happen to you, when you start to hit your next level, the devil is going to test you no matter how good you are, no matter how right you're doing it. Because we live in a fucking world of duality. There's no separation. When you die and you go back to source energy, you'll be, you'll be peace and enlightenment and bliss, absolute love. But there's no experience. That's all it is. And so to be here on earth means to fall in love with the contrast that we get to experience, the duality of life. And you've got to understand that if you're truly talking about being great, the greatest baker, the greatest teacher, the greatest speaker, the greatest coach, the greatest whatever, if you're truly going to be the greatest, you've got to understand it doesn't matter what scale that greatness is on. We live in a world of duality. You cannot have yin without yang. You can't have one without the other. You can't have light energy without dark energy. And so... For me, I'm hitting another, I'm hitting a new level of my entire being where I'm about to shoot up, rock it up to success. The success I knew I was primed for in 2016, 17, 18, and 19 before I got so far ahead, before the money and the notoriety got so big I couldn't keep it together because I wasn't healed as a man. I was a weak little bitch. That's me. I was being a weak little bitch. Even with all the success and all, all of the fucking lives that I had saved and the people text me every day, bro, you changed and saved my life. Even despite all of that, I was still empty and broken on the inside because I didn't believe in who I actually was. I judged myself constantly because other people would tell me I'm too intense. You're too this. You're too that. You're not enough of this. You're not enough of that. And I'm like, bro, I couldn't even keep up until finally I just burned out. I imploded. And I spent the last year and a half basically hiding out here in Montana. Now, over the last year and a half, I've had time to heal. I've been isolated. I, I haven't been going anywhere. You guys know I've been sober for 191 days today. Thank you very much. That's over six months for those of you who are worried, wondering and uh, totally by accident, but going sober completely changed my life. I'm not saying that you should. You might want to consider it, but it's completely changed my life. So over the last year and a half, I've done so much healing. Now, I started posting videos. Well, I've been posting videos for six years, almost or five years. So I post this video on YouTube and this guy who followed me on Facebook, who's super fucking annoying. He's like this 60-year-old dude named Matthew. He's like, he, he served in the Navy, and then when he graduated from the Navy, he went to school because he could go for free, and he got like some certificates. And so he's been following my content for like the last like three or four months, and he always, he's such a beta. Betas, betas will always try to let, use their intellect to try to make you feel stupid. If you're an alpha, if you're an alpha, male or female, it doesn't matter. The betas will always try to objectify or, or to criticize what it is that you're saying and try to disprove it because they're beta as fuck and there's not a mechanism inside of them that makes them be able to understand why or how you do things. So this Matthew guy has been following me and he's always just like, he brings up the dumbest shit all the time. The dumbest shit completely misses the whole point of everything I'm saying. And it relates back to the YouTube video. So this Matthew guy who's finally the straw, I'll just give you an example. Finally the straw that broke the camel's back. 
was he was in one of my men's group and I, I took a quote and I think it was from like fucking Hunter S. Thompson. I think it was a Hunter S. Thompson quote. It doesn't even fucking matter. I just took the quote, put, uh, uh, took it off Instagram. I screenshotted like somebody else's quote, right? Because I was like, damn, that makes me feel something. And you guys, if you follow me on Instagram or any social media platform, you know that I'll take those little quote memes and I'll post them and then I'll give you an entire write-out about what, I, what it triggered in me, what I thought, what it brought up, right? That's what teaching is. Like, you get the textbook, you come to the classroom, you go, hey, kids, look at this. This is algebra. Let me teach it to you, right? The, this Matthew guy, like he didn't like the fact that I was a coach or a five-time college dropout and that I was teaching people. It, it was some beta shit in him where he would look at the coaching industry and he kept, oh, I'm doing research and well, I, I'm in close proximity to some really great people. Not that he's great or not that he's done anything great, only that he's learned a bunch and he doesn't really know about me and all the things I talk about. So that's how he is. So finally the other day, I posted something in my group, Hunter S. Thompson quote with a big long fucking write-up about it. That was gangster, like fucking gangster. Because God works through me. This is none of my stuff. This is God. Whether you like that or not, that's the truth. And so I post this Hunter S. Thompson quote, blank white, black writing. I write it up. No mention to Hunter S. Thompson because it doesn't fucking matter. It's not the point. And the only thing that this dude had to say after, after um, the whole entire thing was, that's a Hunter S. Thompson quote. That's it. That's what he had to say. Out of all the fucking things, that's what that motherfucker got out of it. Now, I don't care. I'm not here to judge him. But if that motherfucker is constantly going to be that, because that's the type of shit he always did. And I'm like, why do you fucking follow me, right? And now before I went to Dallas, I was getting all been, uh, been out of shape and worked up about this kind of stuff because it's been happening my whole career. And I've always been the dude that needs to justify everything because I, I don't want you to be upset with me. I want to justify why I said what I said because I'm a good fucking person. I'm a good person. And I actually love you and care about you, which is actually true, even despite the way that I talk and how I can be intense, but you can't build a house without a hammer. And so I love this dude, but I'm like, bro, you're annoying. I can't have this energy in my space anymore because after the last 36 years, the last two years of healing and doing the deep work, I have realized that there's no amount of money. There's no place to travel. There's no thing, car, house. There's nothing more important than my peace. Nothing more important because I finally tasted what real peace tastes like. Most people haven't and that's okay. You don't know what you don't know, but to be able to unplug from everything, go out to the middle of the mountains in the middle of sacred Montana and heal myself, I learned a lot. Now, instead of fucking dicking with this guy, I just blocked and deleted him. That's what I do to haters. I block and delete them because I'm not going to cry over spilt milk. I don't have time for that. I show up and I give every single day. If you're the same person that shows up and gives every single day, then you know what the fuck I'm talking about. And so when, I, when this happened with this Matthew guy, I just blocked and deleted him. Okay, I get on YouTube. I'm sharing my story on YouTube. It's a 17-minute video. At the very end of the video, I shared three things. I said, the Buddha said to live a good life, you need to do these three things. Love deeply live gently and let go of things that don't serve you easily with ease. Let things let go with ease. Those are the three things. Over the whole 17 minute video, which you would have had to have watched the whole video to get to the part at the very fucking end where I talk about Buddha. And after 17, almost 18 minutes of, of watching this, some Jacob guy on YouTube comments, the Buddha literally never said that. Why do you surround yourself with people who don't fucking get you? Why? Why do you work so hard to try to prove somebody that your point is valid and right? 
Why? If, if somebody doesn't believe in the fucking same things you believe in, but you know that every single day you're showing up to master yourself, to become the king of your, the queen of your domain, if you know that every single day you're pushing your hardest and you never make excuses, then why the fuck would you waste even one second of your time or energy surrounded by people who you have to prove anything to? But I've spent my, most of my life doing that. I've spent nearly almost 36 years of my life proving to people that I actually love them because I don't want to be hated, because I don't want to upset anybody, because I'm a fucking people pleaser. Have been my whole life. It stems from me feeling unworthy my whole life from the PTSD that I suffered from my asshole stepfather. Okay? So I've been working through this. I've known this. I've had the awareness of it. I've been working through it. So now here we are. I just dealt with this fucking asshole, Matthew, the other day. Now here I am dealing with Jacob. And I'm like, God, what is my universe? Because our external reality is a direct reflection of our internal thoughts and feelings. That's why not much upsets me anymore. Because I fully accepted the fact that everything, everything in my reality is my fault. It's a creation of my mind. You guys are all figments of my imagination and vice versa. But we can get into that in a different video. And so here I am, I'm looking at this Jacob's quote and I'm like, God damn, I'm like, when in the fuck, what am I missing here? What is this reflecting back to me, okay? I go to sleep. The next day I wake up and guess who found me on YouTube after he's been blocked on Facebook? Mr. Matthew. That's right. Mr. Matthew found me on YouTube, watched my videos. And if you guys want, you guys can go over there and check them out. It's the only fucking video I have that has like 60 or more views right now. I don't know why it's so hard to grow on YouTube. Well, I do. I haven't been putting the focus and I need to, but I still post over there. Anyways, Mr. Matthew goes over there and finds me. Him and Jacob, they strike up a conversation in the comments and Matthew just goes to town bashing me how I'm a loser or I lost my last girlfriend because I'm a loser, how um, they, he, can't find, he can't find my media appearances. He doesn't, uh, my, my Guinness Book of World Record was a participation trophy. Um, uh, the, uh, Marshall's quite successful in his own mind. Like all this crazy shit, you got to go read it. I'm telling you guys, and if you guys are here on YouTube watching the, this episode, just go down to the one that's like a couple videos down. Um, calling motherfuckers out and... Um, Holding myself accountable. Those are the two videos. In those videos, if you watch them, um, I have never claimed to do anything or be anything. I've never lied to you guys. All the receipts to everything I have are there. I'm not telling you this because I feel like I need to justify it. I'm telling you as it, as it pertains to the context of this story. I have never claimed to be anything I'm not. Never. Not once. If you guys started with me back in 2016, you'll know that all of my media appearances were as a professional spokesperson for businesses in San Diego. I would go on live TV and I would promote their business. That's what the fuck I do. That was what I did. That's how I started. So I have been live on fucking NBC, ABC, uh, CW and Fox. I've done that. Have you ever been on fucking live TV for anything? Not you, the viewer, but I'm saying like, have you? Oh, I got a participation trophy for fucking, the, do you have a Guinness Book of World Record? Do you? How the fuck, what does it matter if it's a participation trophy? Not only that, when I won the fucking award that day, I streamed it live. ClickFunnels, which is a software company that I use to be able to build the funnels for my uh, business, which I've been a part of ClickFunnels since literally the very beginning day, years ago, before any of you motherfuckers even knew what funnels were. I was using them and building them. It's how I've been working online for almost the last eight years, okay? So ClickFunnels had a virtual uh, launch party. It was, a, it was a private party. They flew 100 influencers out to uh, Boise, uh, Idaho. We were at the stadium where the blue turf is at in Boise State. And Gary Vaynerchuk was there and a bunch of speakers were there. And then the whole point was that ClickFunnels released a video live on Facebook and they wanted all of us to go there, share it and engage with it and like it at the same time to try to boost it up. During that uh, 
during that event, like there's a ton of connections and networking and learning. But Russell Brunson, the owner of ClickFunnels, had a surprise for us at the very end. And what he did was he had a hundred bubble soccer balls flown in, brought in. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, imagine if you could shimmy down inside of like a real tight like cylinder and then those big balls, you can run and you can like, you're inside and it's a big inflatable ball and you can like knock people down and stuff. He had a hundred of those sent to Boise State. And so we showed up. We didn't even know what was going to happen. He's like, hey, guess what? We're going to set a Guinness Book of World Record today. A hundred of us influencers who were invited out there because of the laurels and the results that we've created in our business and for other people through ClickFunnels, through making impact, through our businesses, okay? It's why the fuck I was invited there. Not because I was jerking off learning from some fucking college professor who's never done shit but only read a book. No, because I actually did the work because I showed up and did the thing. And so I got a private invitation to go out there and do that. The point of it is, is I don't want to sit here and justify for you guys, because I'm not trying to justify, I'm trying to give context, like I said. So the point is like you, there's nothing you're going to come against me and tell fucking me about me. Like, I don't care if you, what you think about my last relationship. I don't share it because I want you to think I'm cool. I share it because little asshole Marshall who never wanted to listen to anybody else back in the day needs to hear this shit. And you're, you, Marshall, not most of you, but the old Marshall, you know what I'm talking, I'm talking to you, motherfucker, your weak ass excuse making self. The old Marshall used to be the guy who needed to hear these videos. And I told you guys in the very first fucking video I ever made, hey, this video is for 17 year old me. That's it. That's all I've talked about. I share my stories. That's what God called me to do. I don't tell you guys what to do or how to do. I just, this is what's working on, working or not working for me. And I'm the dude that shows up every day and does his job. You must be the other dude right? And so here we are, I'm going through all this. And it was amazing because when I read that, I wasn't triggered at all. Like I was like, oh shit. I was like, damn, like that's fine. I didn't like respond or nothing. I just laughed. I legitimately laughed because I was like, wow, like for the first time in my life, I mean like first, like I truly don't give a fuck. I feel zero need to respond to those comments. And for the first time in my life, I got a chance to sit down. I was like, wow, like, wow. I'm proud of myself. And I don't know about you guys, but for the first 36 years of my life, for the most part, I've never been able to say I'm proud of myself. So for me to one, be able to say it out loud, but two, to be able to say it live in front of my audience on live camera, I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of myself. I've never been able to say that, man. And I don't understand why anybody else would hate on the fact that, you, that you're proud of yourself. Why would anybody hate on the fact that I've been on TV or that I'm a Guinness Book of World Record holder? Why? Because they don't believe it? Because Matthew's fucking ass could never do anything himself? Because Jacob sits in his fucking basement jerking off to fucking porn, wishing he could fuck a real girl, really wishing he could make some impact and purpose in the world, but he can't, so he just plays video games and surfs YouTube and tries to burn people down? Like, what? why would I give a fuck about what Matthew and Jacob think? Because they're not the guys showing up every day doing their job trying to make an impact. You guys may have heard the famous um, speech by Teddy Roosevelt. Roosevelt, however you say it. The man in the arena, which if you have it, go, go read it. But basically the man in the arena just talks about, hey, if you're the dude that's in the arena, the gladiator that's actually fighting the fights, then fuck everybody else in the stands because they're just watching. They're not doing it. Now, this is what I want to share with you guys because recently, and I mean recently this morning, I had to deal with another, another issue about a client wanting a refund. I had to fire my best friends. I had to fire two of my very best friends. I actually had to fire my only two best friends. Soon to be three as soon as I get home to my cabin and talk to my current roommate. Because you've got to understand that everybody that comes with you can't go with you. You may want to write that down. Not everybody that comes with you can go with you. Okay, that's a Steve Harvey quote. Don't want to upset no Matthews out there. 
Don't want to upset none of you fucking Matthews, your Chads, your Karens. It's not mine. None of this stuff's mine. I'm just sharing it with you. Okay? Everybody that comes with you can't go with you. And as to what Anne Marie was saying earlier in this video about how she's a people pleaser and she doesn't like to upset people, same with me. I want to help everybody. I want to help everybody because I know what it's like to be the little kid that nobody wanted to help. I want to help everybody because I know what it's like to be the broke bartender that nobody wanted to help. I want to help everybody because I know when I tried to kill myself when I was 23, there was nobody to fucking help me. So here's where I've started to cross, get my wires crossed because I've elevated to a new level. Okay, now you may be elevated to a new level too and why I'm sharing a story with you is because it's important to understand how to manage your mental and emotional needs. And so here I am, I'm like, I'm proud of myself. I fucking, I'm overcoming this level. After this disaster trip to, to Dallas where I learned what I'm actually capable of. When I was standing, I'm standing in this bodybuilding competition. If you guys aren't, don't know about bodybuilding, it's a very misunderstood, maybe one of the most understood industries and in sports in the entire world where, we're, where people look at them like they're crazy, I, I, they're nuts. And for the first time since I've been 27, I'm, I'll be 37 in October, I walk into this bodybuilding show with my girl, and I'm surrounded by a bunch of bodybuilders. So it gives me chills even thinking about it. People like me. People that, people that, no, not all bodybuilders, because there's a, it's like any demographic in life. Some are good, some are bad. But to be in, surrounded by other people who get me, who get the lifestyle, I was like, God, duh, I feel great. It feels great to be surrounded by people like me, even if it's a really tiny, small little niche. And so I'm in Dallas. I start to realize my own greatness. I start to finally accept it. I start to understand that not everybody's going to understand me. And then immediately the next day, once I leave, I'm tested with through these YouTube comments and I release and I'm like, fuck yeah, hell yeah, let's go. And then the next day, later that day, I get on Facebook. And if you guys haven't watched the video, you guys can go back and watch it. But long story short, uh, in the video, it's titled calling motherfuckers or calling people TF, calling people the fuck out. It's a video from a couple days ago. You guys can go watch the whole thing if you want to know the whole story. But um, basically, long story short, a, a really good friend, a best friend of mine, two best friends of mine, um, I've been doing everything I can to help them. They've been investing a lot of money to, to work with me. And it came to the point when I saw this video online of one of the girls who I used to coach and who I would say was one of my best friends, I just saw her decide to take an action that was bullshit, okay? I didn't agree with it. It's bullshit. And I... Think and she knows it's bullshit. Now, here's the thing I said in the beginning of this episode. A lot of us know we want to change and we even know how to change, but we still don't change, okay? And that's because of fear. But you have to understand the difference between fear and insecurities. There's a difference because fear is not the same as insecurity and vice versa. They're two separate things. And so to make a really long story short, I, this, this girl's been talking about getting out of her relationship for uh, 17 years forever since I met her. Since I met her, every single negative thing that is in her life, she has told me in private, stems back to her, her relationship. Okay, cool. So for the last two years, I've been trying to help her let go of that. Not because I give a fuck if she's in a relationship or not. As a matter of fact, when I, I, I let her come to a VIP weekend with me at my cabin, okay, to fulfill uh, an event that didn't happen a year and a half ago because of the pandemic. She got to come spend time with me and work with me one-on-one, -on -one, something I would usually charge twenty dollars to $25,000 for, and she got to come for only five grand. okay? Now, I'm not saying, oh, that, that, like, oh, she, but the thing of it is, is that a lot of people will always pretend like you owe them the world, okay? People are going to pretend like you owe them the world. During this time, uh, over a year and a half ago, she was very intimate about the fact that she needs to leave her relationship, and at the end of that trip, she even thought she saved her marriage, which I was like, oh my God, we saved your marriage. Thank God. And then shortly after that, it was like, whoa, girl, like you got to get out of this relationship. All right. So I'm just telling you that because I'm like, it's not like I'm rooting against her marriage. I'm rooting for her. 
So a year and a half passed, it's still the fucking same thing. She reaches out to my girlfriend because the competitor that was in Dallas went from 210 pounds of woman down to 149 pounds of fucking muscle, looking good as fuck. Big old girl to a big cut girl, okay? This other girl who I had to fight here was my best friend, reached out to my girlfriend when she heard about the results that the other client got. And she's like, oh, I, wanna, I want to work with you, okay? So she reaches out. My girlfriend does the whole thing, does the diet, nutrition plan, builds her whole thing. And at the end of it, this client who used to be my friend and client, she cancels on KJ who slotted out a spot and all the time turned away other clients because this slot was filled did that for her and then she says oh you know what you can't give me the help i need actually so i'm going to go back to the same trainer that i've been paying to not get me results for the last year and a half she then gets online and talks about how she's going to marriage counseling to try to save her marriage she then gets online and talks about launching a youtube show and video for, to help everybody else but keep in mind the reason that she's telling me privately that she can't take action and move through her fears because she's got too much stuff on her plate Okay, so you're gonna invest over $10,000 in me over the last two years. You're gonna stay with me at my cabin. You're gonna be my friend. You're gonna, I'm gonna give you my personal phone number. You're gonna have long, long, intimate conversations about how you need to lose your, uh, you wanna leave your relationship, about how your body is not where you want it to be and how you don't have enough time to actually enjoy the life that you're living. And then when I call you out publicly, you wanna make me the bad guy. Okay, okay. So this is the thing. This person was invested to come to a, a plant medicine uh, retreat I'm having in Tulum in uh, November. A lot of you guys know that I'm hosting my next men's retreat in October here in Montana. That's open to the public. However, I'm also hosting a private retreat to Tulum the next month in November where we're going to do a bunch of sacred healing stuff. We're going to work with plant medicine. We're going to work with shamans down there in Tulum. Okay, that's what my private mastermind, the Gillen Gang. You have to be invested in the Gillen Gang. And if you're invested in Gillen Gang, then you can have an opportunity to come to Tulum with us. That's what she's invested in. She invested to be part of Gillen Gang and come to Tulum with us. So here I am. I go to Dallas. I'm like, I need to accept my greatness. I need to accept who I am and I understand that not everybody's going to understand me and love me. Okay, check. I get back the next day. I get tested from some YouTube comments. I'm like, oh, that shit doesn't even matter. I don't care what you think of me. Wow. Oh my God. It feels so good to not care. Finally check. And then next thing is I have to take a reflection of myself. I look on social media and I see these two best friends taking actions that are 1000 fucking percent opposite of what they've been saying they want and need to do. That's fine. That is fine. Like do you, but I had to take a good, long, hard look at Marshall Gillen and say, Marshall, who is it that you're willing to surround yourself with? Who are your best friends? Because you, you become who you surround yourself with. And I was so fucking mad I was so I was so just like annoyed when I saw that video from her and then the other guy who just was trying to sell a retreat who I've been promoting his retreat for fucking four and a half, five weeks. He just goes offline, shuts down all of his fucking, all of his social media. And now I'm the only one that's promoting his retreat. I'm not even getting paid to do it. I'm doing it as a favor to my friend because I'm trying to see him win. But he doesn't even show up to take the actions to fucking win himself. So the reason I'm telling you both these stories, Gil and Gang, is because you can't, you can't love somebody enough. You can't will somebody enough to want to do it themselves. All you can do is protect your peace, honor yourself, and stay aligned with who you are. And the reality of it is, is that the reflection I had of myself for a very long time was one of unworthiness, which meant that I had to try extra hard to keep the friends that I have because I may not be able to go out and make any more friends, right? That's the scarcity limiting mindset. That's the difference between fear and insecurities. A fear is not, people vilify fear as something bad. Fear is not bad. Fear is just awareness. 
Fear is just awareness. The only reason that fear exists is to make you aware of, oh, I better be careful while I'm doing that. I better pay extra close attention while I'm doing that. I better be dialed in and focused while I'm doing that. That's what fear is. Fear is awareness. Insecurity are lies that you tell yourself that are not true. I'm too young, I'm too old, I'm too fat, I'm too short, I'm too skinny, I'm too much of a man, I'm too intense, too much of a woman, I'm too baby, I'm too sensitive, whatever. I'm not good enough. Those insecurities are lies that you're telling yourself. Now, you can live into those lies and create them as truth, which is what 99% of you do. You're still stuck in the same place today that you were last year. And as two years ago, three years ago, except every day you're posting the memes and making the videos. Oh, watch me. I'm coming. I'm coming for it. This is my year. Bull fucking shit. You're not going to do shit. And I'm not telling you that's a clown on you. I'm just saying the reality of it is that 99% of people aren't going to do shit. You're not going to do shit. And that's fine. But don't get fucking mad at me when I cut you off and I'm like, dude, like, you do you and I'll do me. This, this girl, you should, she, I blocked her on all platforms because that's what I do. We're not the same energy. I tried to refund her. Tried to refund her a month and a half ago. She didn't want a full refund. So I said, okay, I'll just refund you. I won't make you pay any more to be part of the, uh, the mastermind, Gillen Gang. I'll take you out of that. The retreat coming up is $4,500, but I want to take $2,000 of it off of you. Offer you so so twenty five hundred bucks. You've already invested three grand. I'll, I'll refund you five hundred. At first, I I I uh, said I'll refund all of your money. She didn't want that. Then I said, okay, here's five hundred bucks to make it fair. Come to Tulum still. She was like, cool. Then I just couldn't fucking I couldn't take it anymore. And on a live video, I wasn't I didn't get on the live video to talk about her. But it came out just like everything comes out. It's a flow state. And as I was saying it, I was like, I know she's going to text me immediately after this because she watches all my content and she's going to ask for a refund. I even told you guys. I even told you guys. And she did. And I said, okay, you can have it. I said, I just moved into a brand new place. Had to put down first month's rent uh, deposit. Uh, just paid my, my rent and I just secured a place for the uh, location in Montana, whatever. Like thousands of dollars out the door, right? And so I'm like, dude, if you want your $3,000 back right now, just know that I'm in a spot right now where that's going to compromise me. I don't pretend to be fucking rich. Making money is easy. Making money in an aligned way that makes you feel fulfilled, completely fulfilled is tough. But cracking the code is worth it. And so there was times in 2016, 17, 18, and most of 2017, 18, uh, 18, where I was having twenty to $50,000 a month. Okay, in 2019, I was primed to have my first two. Or uh, 2020, I was primed to have my first hundred thousand dollar month right at the beginning of the year. Um, something got stalled. COVID hit. They evaporated because I was teaching people how to speak. Okay, and then I shut down for two, the next two, basically year and a half. I just stopped. Okay, so all the money that I had is gone. It's not like I'm like balling out. I make fine money. I make probably like five grand a month just kind of coaching and consulting. I haven't been pushing hard or trying to grow my brand because I've been trying to heal, but I still got to eat. And so I'm very honest with her. I said, yo, like I just shelled out like a couple thousands of bucks. If you want your $3,000 back right now, you got to give me 30 days. Otherwise you're going to bury me, you know? And I was telling her the whole time, I'm like, I love you, but I can't be surrounded by you anymore. I can't, I can't be surrounded by the energy and this is why. And instead of taking it like somebody that I am, like if you tell me that shit, I'm going to be like, fuck, like, damn, you're right. You're fucking right. If you don't believe me, ask anybody that knows me. Well, maybe not her. Because she don't, she, she's big mad. She's big mad. And I might, she told me she's going to sue me if I fucking talked to her, talked about it. 
whatever. So I tell her, yo, look, this is the deal. And I have all the receipts, all the texts. Again, I'm not telling you guys to justify this. I'm telling you this because there may come a time in your life where you need to deal with a client who wants a refund, who, who, uh, where, some, where people are hating on you. I'm not telling you this to justify you. If you don't like it, don't, don't tune in. These are my shows. I tell you my stories through my lens so you can take my story and apply it to your life. And so here we are now. This morning, uh, I, I offered a refund her all the things, right? Offered a refund her uh, uh, the next day when she when she texted me and was like, "You should." She was talking tall shit, telling me all this crazy shit, how I'm gonna regret it and how it's always gonna weigh heavy on my heart how I did her. No, fuck that. For two and a half, two years, I carried her. Yes, I took her money because it's an investment, but I carried her. I always gave her ten times more than she invested for. Because I wanted to prove to her that she was worthy, but really I was trying to prove to myself that I was worthy. Same thing I did with my other friend. Same thing I've done with all my close friends recently. I wanted to prove to them they were worthy instead of actually seeing them as worthy and holding them accountable to stepping up and taking the same actions I take. I let everybody slide, which really then I'm letting myself slide. And so no wonder I'm all pissed off. I'm pissed off at myself because everything's a reflection. And so now here I am, this girl's, I'm like, yo, I tried to refund your money. You didn't want it. Here, I'll give your fucking money back. If you try to, if you try to get it back right now, um, you're going to bury me. And I was just being honest. With her. I didn't have to tell her that because if she goes through PayPal to get her money refunded, it's going to be 30 some days anyways. And I told her, give me 30 days. There's an excellent chance I'm going to have your money way before that, which ironically I could have paid her back by now. But she wanted to do it the hard way. So here we are now, just a few days later, I blocked her on all the platforms and she's now, now she's threatened. Now, now I get some uh, email from PayPal saying that she wants her $3,000 back. After she just messaged me two days ago and told me that she doesn't want her money back, that she just wants to be done with the whole thing. Okay, cool, we're done. But then we're not. Then she brings it back up. And so the reason I'm sharing this story with you guys is because I had to stay accountable to what it was I really truly believe in. And I truly don't believe in her actions. And I truly don't believe that any of her friends or any of her coaches are gonna call her out. Her coaches are not gonna call her out because they're, she's paying them a lot of money and they don't care. They don't care enough because it's not, to, she's not, it's not that kind of coaching program. They don't care about that. They, they don't care, okay? Um, I'm calling her out because none of her friends are calling her out. Again, this is not, I thought that I'd be able to do that and I didn't think she was gonna like it, but I thought I'd be able to call her out and I thought that I would be able to, influence her to take a different action. But I haven't been. I haven't been able to influence her to take a different action. And that's fine. And so that story came out live on video. And that's how I've always been. I always share my story, real, true, uh, everything in between. And so the reason, uh, so this morning I get this fucking uh, thing, you know, so uh, about my retreat being canceled and yada, yada, yada. I don't know, a bunch of bullshit, a bunch of stuff that she's arguing and yelling, complaining about. And I was just very nice the whole time. I opened it up, I unblocked her and I'm like, yo girl, like the retreat wasn't canceled. You're just not invited anymore. Like it's a big difference. And I haven't said anything to her, but she's responding to me with all this anger and rage and all this shit. I want someone to call me out. That's exactly why I work with you. Thank you, Sarah. And it's not for everybody. And that's all I was saying. Sarah just invested to come out to um, uh, Minneapolis at my last speaking event to learn from me over the weekend, like a live, immersive, on-the-go, like learn speaking from me. And actually, Sarah, you and Nick um, were a massive part, and Justin too, were a massive part to this, oh, this awakening for me. Because when I, actually, you guys were the very start of it. Because being around you guys, I remember what it was like to actually be around people who I don't have to convince to change their life. I remember for the first time it was at for the first time in a long time what it was actually to, like to be around people who move through fear and don't make excuses even when everything is stacked against them like you Sarah you bullshit me does not help me at all exactly it does not help Sarah says you Sarah one of our live viewers for those of you guys who are listening or watching the replay or listening to this on podcast 
Sarah is on here uh, and she's commenting along. And so Sarah, you guys were the big, the first big part of that. When I went to Dallas and saw her competitor move through fear after weighing 210 pounds down to 150 pounds and walking on stage with a bunch of girls who were fucking tore up, I was like, damn. I said, Ingrid, you're fucking, damn, you're motivating me. You're inspiring the fuck out of me. I come back from Dallas. I say, I'm not taking no more shit no more. I am the greatest at what I do. And I no longer want to be surrounded by any energy that doesn't reflect that. Because that's not who I am anymore. And I started calling people the fuck out. Yeah, I knew that she was going to ask for a refund the second that I came out of my mouth. Now, I could have lied and just slow rolled it and said, oh, no, it's no big deal. I don't have the money to refund her 3000 so I better shut the fuck up. I don't care. Making money is easy. That's so easy. If you're struggling making money, that's on fucking you. But, it, but it's the other things. We, all, we live in this Western society where we think money's the answer to everything. Well, I got news for you. I made a whole fucking bunch of money. I lived in the fucking tallest building and all the things in San Diego, overlooking all the things. I had all the things and it didn't make me happy. I was still empty. I was still, there's a void, a gap, not unfulfilled. Tony Robbins said it, it's financial success without uh, fulfillment. It's the ultimate failure. So fuck that. Take your $3,000 back. So she, so she goes to PayPal. PayPal now has a dispute. And then she has the audacity of the goal to hit me up today and be like, you better, you better do this. You better pay me. You have until September 10th. I'm like, fuck you. We're not friends anymore. You took that away when you freaked out about me calling you out because you couldn't handle the pressure, which I understand because it never feels good to be told that you suck at something and it never feels good to be called out. It just doesn't. This doesn't, but the difference between the 1% like me and the 99% like most of you is that I can, when I'm called out, I go, fuck, fuck, you're right. You're fucking right. Because you all know what you're not doing. Y'all know, you all know exactly what you're not doing. But then when somebody calls you out on it, oh, you get all fucking up to you about it. Pfft. Some beta ass shit. That's just my opinion. And she goes on to tell me all these things. Oh, this is really a reflection of you and how you treat people. And I can't believe after all these years of friendship, you're just willing to throw it away that easy. Same, motherfucker. Same, same. We just see it through two, two different lenses. And so I guess the end of this tie rant, yeah, or the end of this rant that I'm going on is that um, you got to own your shit. And you got to understand that if you truly want to achieve greatness, that not everybody's going to be able to come with you. Everybody that came with you is not going to be able to go with you. Okay, you're going to have to understand that a lot of people, even the people that you've called friends and that you love, family, you're, you're going to get to a certain level when you're going to outgrow them and you're going to have to cut them loose. Now, I could have done it with more etiquette, maybe, but that's not Marshall Gillen's style. My style is to tell you the stories of my life so you can use my stories to make your life better, to avoid the mistakes that I avoided, or to know how to handle a situation that you may have be trouble uh, handling, haven't been challenged in handling right now. So again, this is not me like, dude, do whatever you want with this information. I'm not trying to justify myself. I don't care. I don't fucking care. I even text her back. She's like, you better uh, get on a call. She said, you better, when are we getting on a call today? And I was like, LOL, uh, never. You lost that privilege. I told her, you're more than welcome to come to any of my retreats or join any of my programs in the future, but just know it's not as a personal friend. You need to stop texting this number because this is not a pu public number. Stay blessed. I love you. More anger, 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 anger. Hey girl, like I don't have to tell you, I called you out because... You weren't living up to the things that we talked about. We're not the same. You're, that's beta shit. I'm an alpha. Anger, 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 anger. I don't know to tell you. Stay blessed. Love you. Anger, 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 anger. And so the thing of it is, is that that same anger that she wants to meet me with is literally the reason I called her out. 
And now I'm feeling the wrath of that anger. So it is what it is. If Now listen, the caveat, the massive, massive caveat to everything I'm saying is, like I said, I'm the dude that's showing up every day and doing his job. I don't ever make excuses. I show up every day and do my same morning routine. I have a fucking, I, I tore my calf muscle playing basketball. I can barely walk. Fucking tore my, my calf muscle, pop, like somebody shot me in the leg when I was playing basketball with the kiddos, um, just messing around, not even doing anything with the kiddos just the other day. I fell to the ground like a fucking bag of rocks. I thought I was going to pass out for the first four hours. Never been hurt before. Couldn't even, couldn't even stand up to put any pressure on it. Okay. The next day I was at the gym for my cardio session and my lifting session. The next day I was at the gym for my cardio session and my lifting session. The next day, which is today, I was at the gym for leg day and I'll be back tonight for cardio session. Not because I'm fucking, I mean, I am cool as fuck. I'm talking about shit, but because I fucking am bigger than my fears and excuses. Do you think that this is easy? I can't fucking walk. If I tweak it a certain way, it makes me want to throw up and drop to my knees. But I have goals and I don't make excuses. I was in a relationship in the beginning of the year that I thought was the one. I thought it was the one. I made videos about it nonstop. And you know what I did the fucking second? The fucking second I found out it wasn't the one, I left it. I stopped. I dropped it. That was it. I walked out. I said, this is not serving me. But most of you aren't willing to drop the things that you that don't serve you because you're worried about what everybody else is going to say. Oh, I can't do that. I made all those videos and I was publicly talking about her and I being together forever and she's my queen and the one I've been looking for. Oh no, what will everybody say? I don't give a fuck because not everybody's willing to do the shit that I'm willing to do every day. And again, this is not just me preaching about me. There's a very, very, very select few of you who are going to watch this or listen to this and you're going to go, God damn, that is me. I want to be more like that because I know that is me. This is for you. To all the other haters, like, I don't care. I don't care if you don't agree with this. I'm not going to spend another second of my life justifying anything about me because I know who I am and I am proud of me and I love me and everything is a manifestation of my reality because the, rea the reality is when the lights go out and I die, it doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter. No, all this goes away instantly. It's not mine to keep. You're going to die. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't run out, run it. You can't outmove it, nothing. You're going to die. Death is coming for you and you don't know when it's going to be. And it's going to come suddenly and unexpectedly. So why in the fuck would you waste one second of this amazing opportunity called life trying to please a bunch of people you don't fucking care about? Is life scary? Yes. Things are scary. We live in a world of duality. When you achieve greatness, there's always going to be equal opportunity or that pushes back, the energy that pushes back. That's the devil. We live in heaven and hell simultaneously. That's the whole thing. This is heaven because we can create anything we want. I'm sorry to tell you, Jesus Christ is not coming back. You are Jesus Christ. Your Christ consciousness is you. The story is about you. You live here now. If you act like Christ, you will be saved. But not saved by some fucking magical power. You'll be saved because you're tapping into the unlimited potential that God has put here in this frequency, in this, in this universe. And if you choose not to, then you're going to experience hell in this realm. And then you're going to die and you're going to be outside of your body back to source. And you're going to be like, man, I fucking missed that right over the top of your head. And that's cool. So anyways, that's my story for the day. Uh, yeah, you got to be willing to be hated if you want to be great. That's really all there is to it.
Uh, if you are a winner, if you are the 1%, you should reach out to me and look and join the Gillen Gang, my winner circle, okay? It's my year-long mastermind. Uh, we do all kinds of things. We do uh, weekly calls, weekly training calls, weekly meetups, like online. We do real-life virtual, uh, real-life in-person meetups. I have host events, all kinds of shit. So if you're looking to build a lifestyle business where you can work from anywhere, if you're looking to be jacked, if you're looking to be well-spoken, if you're looking to be somebody who can help heal other people, you can transform people's lives. If you know that you have a story that can go out and change the world, then you should probably be in the Gillen Gang because for the last eight years, I've been working online doing this shit myself. I haven't always been perfect, but I've always taken care of the people who show up and take care of themselves. And I've had to fire a lot of clients like the ones I had to fire just today. Yeah, a couple, a couple days ago. I don't give a fuck about the money. Fine. I told her, fine. You already started the PayPal process, so you'll get your money back when PayPal says. And she's like, well, that's not until September 10th. You could have shut the fuck up and I would have paid you back already. Like I said, I would. I said, give me 30 days, but I don't think it's going to take that long, even close. But she wouldn't shut the fuck up. She wouldn't shut the fuck up. She had to keep pushing. So cool. Like, if you guys know PayPal, she, I, she's going to get her money back. Pay, PayPal, like 99.9% .9 of the time, sides with the buyer. So I already know that she's getting that money back. I'm not trying to dispute it. I don't want to take money for something I didn't fulfill on anyways. But she wanted to make it hard on herself. So bitch, go ahead, man. Make it hard on yourself, man. Like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Take your time. And that's a good lesson for everybody. Life is as hard as you make it on yourself, which I wish somebody would tell our little kids inside because God damn, they've been having a tough week. They've lost everything. They've lost every single privilege there is to lose. And they still don't get it. They still won't help themselves. So anyways, sometimes you should act like a kid. Uh, sometimes you shouldn't. Being an adult is knowing when to discern between the two. All right? I love you guys. Make sure you're subscribed to the show. If you guys are following me on Facebook, make sure you guys send me a message here. Let me know what kind of videos you guys want to watch. If you're subscribed, if you're watching on YouTube, you guys, most of you aren't subscribed to the channel. So hit subscribe and ring the bell. That way you can get all the fire and inspiration when I go live. And for those of you who are listening to on podcast, do me a favor. Make sure you're subscribed and leave us a review. Even if it's a shitty one, just be honest and leave me a review. I love you guys. Be a friend, tell a friend, share this with somebody that might help it out. And if you guys are watching this at a time when you can still make it out to my next men's retreat, the Sacred Warrior Retreat, where we're helping men get through the mental and emotional blocks that hold them back from success in their life, business, and relationships, let me know, sacredwarriortribe.com. I love you guys, and I'll see you